Earlier today, around about lunchtime, what had been a very unedifying spectacle of the appearance of the former public protector, Tuli Madonsela, in front of the Section 194 Committee in Parliament, and um, unedifying largely because of Dali Mpofu's continuing abrasive rudeness and disrespect. Although I'm sure that there are people who feel that the uh, public protector did her bit to make it less than edifying as well. And then um, the committee spent uh, some time in the afternoon deciding what happens next. Lindsay Dentlinger of our parliamentary team joins us now. Um, Lindsay, as you sort of look back on the day and a half of testimony from Tuli Madonsela, was there anything said at any stage which was in any way useful to what the inquiry is about, which is the fitness to hold office of the public protector, as is Busisiwe Mkwabani? Short answer, good afternoon, John, is no. Um, and uh, one cannot help but get that feeling that uh, Tuli Madonsela summed up when she made her closing remarks uh, just after, just before lunchtime today, that one really got the feeling that she was the one whose um, conduct was being called into question and that she was the one facing an impeachment inquiry. I think we spoke about this yesterday and it again became so apparent again today, uh, John, especially when the MPs had their turn to question Tuli Madonsela, that there was really a comparison being made between the two public protectors and how they conducted their work. We got very little by way of confirming things that have been said previously about who started what investigation, who was called, all these little bits and pieces. Um, but again today, John, we got stuck for two hours about changes Tuli Madonsela made to the spelling of her own name in an affidavit to the committee. That's how farcical uh, it became, and it really is difficult to see what really the point of all of this really was. She was invited to testify on two reports which started when she was the public protector and which continued when Bussesu and Kwebani took over, the Freda Dairy report and the Reserve Bank Bancorp CX report. And one would have expected, or perhaps one would have been foolish to expect, that all of the questioning would have focused on that, focused on what uh, she did to contribute to the criticism from the courts which um, followed the publication of the final reports done by Mkwebani. Uh, otherwise, what's the point of having her there? Two things really, John, on that particular score. One, her again confirming today that she left no provisional no final reports on either of those two matters you have just mentioned. Uh, and secondly, probably the only thing, if you, I dare even call it startling today, is that she revealed, and not because she knew this of her own accord, she had been informed that a interview that she had with the former, what was then the National Intelligence Agency um, boss, Billy Metzetler, on that CX matter had mysteriously vanished. And she said she had only discovered this when she uh, requested um, details from the public protector's office that that interview, the, re the recording of that interview, and others, uh, even of Michael Oakley, that former MI6 agent from CX, that those recordings have mysteriously vanished from the public protector's office. That's all we really learned today in relation to those two investigations uh, and nothing more other than her saying that at no point ever did she have the state security agency involved in any investigations that she undertook in that office. 
And then there was discussion about what happens next, and the public protector still has to testify. She still has to hand in her affidavit, which will form the basis of her questioning by Dalian Porfu, who will make her seem even better than Queen Elizabeth II, and then by, I don't know who's going to lead for um, the team, but I hope it's um, Advocate Bawa, who has impressed me greatly over the last months. And and then, I mean, uh, there, there were other things that came in, which is around um, the statement that she can only be funded until the end of March. Um, she wants further witnesses to be called. So where did where did we end the day where we wrapped up before starting again next week? Yes, John. So those housekeeping matters uh, involve correspondence being put before the committee. And if you and I are going to continue being cynics about this, uh, we can probably see where this is going. Uh, and that issue of legal fees is probably going to become uh, the next point uh, to stall this inquiry because the committee has decided that they will not allow any further postponement to Busisiwem Kobani being put in that witness seat. They want to hear from her next Wednesday. That's the 15th of March. That's the date that has been set down for a, a little while now. They've given her a little bit more time to produce a written statement to the committee, um, but they are not prepared to extend uh, her delivering testimony any further. But there is that spanner uh, in the wheel, and that is the Public Protector's Office writing to the committee saying the end of March, they're pulling the plug, John, and they've already spent over 10 million rand when the legal team had originally estimated their fees would be in the order of about 4.5 million rand. Uh, And uh, the Public Protector's Office also saying they'll be pulling the plug, although unrelated to this inquiry, just an interesting point to note, that they will no longer also be funding Busisiwe Mkwabani's perjury case that she has pending in the Pretoria Magistrates Court, I think that is. Neither will they fund her uh, attempting to challenge the NPA in charging her in that perjury matter. So the committee also in a tight spot uh, to allow any further extensions of any kind. Uh, The chairperson of the committee saying that Parliament cannot be the one to later down the line criticise the Public Protector's Office for overspending or spending money that she doesn't have, uh, if it then allows and agrees to this committee uh, continuing for very much longer and the Public Protector's Office having to put the balls for Pusisiwem um, Kobani's legal defence. So um, we expect that uh, she is supposed to be in the witness seat next week. They have also said to her she can still call three more witnesses, one of which is Bosa leader, Musi Maimani, um, and that can come after her testimony. But they're saying that they won't even allow more witnesses to be called uh, to the point of delaying Busisiwem Kobani herself coming to give testimony. Lindsay Dentlinger, our parliamentary team, thank you.